0: Pulse podcast. I'm Michael Salonik, and this is episode number seven. And we have a special guest here with us today.
1: Yeah, my name is Patrick Plumman, Uh part of the DBC Engage
0: podcast. So it's good to be here sure. with you, man. Yeah, man. Glad yeah. you can join us today. Uh, we're going to be talking about apologetics. So I saw, hey, it'd be fitting that you would come on and join us because sure. that's what your podcast is all about. And, yeah. well, some other things, I guess. DBC Engage, mm-hmm. uh, you're engaging the culture and, and apologetics, all different things. Um, So with that being said, I just want to ask a few questions uh, to help us out with students at home, uh, parents trying to disciple, Gen Zers. uh, Mm. So what
1: is apologetics? Yeah, so um, sometimes when we hear apologetics, people want to say, you know, what do I have to apologize for? And they hear apologize and apologetics, but it's really not apologizing for anything. It's to give a defense. So Peter tells us in 1 Peter 3.15, but in your hearts. Honor Christ, the Lord is holy. So we're to honor, we're to mm. set apart Christ as holy. And Peter also says to always be prepared to give a defense, which is apologia. It's a Greek word apologia there. So we're to be prepared to give a defense for the reason, um, to anyone ask, for the reason of the hope that was in us, and we're to do it with gentleness and respect. So in a nutshell, apologetics is just giving a defense for our Christian faith. Why do we believe what we believe? And they to uh, give a reasonable defense for it. So Yeah. It's basically All in a right. nutshell, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. good. Very helpful. Yeah. That's good. Yeah.
0: Um, so why should a student really care about apologetics? Really is the question I want to ask today. Yeah. To talk
1: about. Yeah. So that's a good question,
0: man. And I think here's the way I'd answer it. The, well, the, a lot of people would just think, okay, this is kind of like for scholars or pastors mm-hmm. or for people that are just nerdy in the Bible. But why sure. should basically every Christian,
1: but even students, yeah. you know, yeah. about so, apologetics? Yeah. Um, for one, I think the more and more secular our culture is becoming, the less normal it is to be Christian. Right. And so That's as good. they're stepping out, so this isn't Mayberry anymore. Uh, we're not living in the Bible Belt the way it used to be and that everybody's a Christian. Everybody goes to church on Sundays. Right Now we're, as Christians, looking kind of like we're outside the norm. And I think, therefore, that our kids are always, even from a young age, are being attacked from their faith, maybe not like viciously, but mm. it's just not normal. And I'm sure a lot of people will ask, well, why do you not do the things me and my friends are doing? Or why do you, why are y'all going to church on Sunday instead of going to the lake on Sunday? Why are you right. spending your vacation to get the days to go on vacation? Why do you do these things? And I think it can be simple questions that people ask us of our faith and we should be prepared to say, hey, this is why we do this. Or right. when you have the little bit harder questions about gender or sexuality or even the belief in God, mm-hmm. that I think it's good for our students, even at a young age, is just to be at that at their level to be prepared to give a defense. You know, for right, the hope right. that lies within them, they don't have to be scholars; they just got to be prepared, as Peter says, to to give a defense. So, yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. A couple of episodes ago, we we talked about research from Gen Z. Okay. And yeah. uh, one of the things that stuck out is that they. Uh, are very, um, they just just want to remain silent on some controversial issues, you know, just just trying not to, you know, uh, rock the boat per se, or or really get into an intense conversation about um, what's right or wrong, Mm -hmm. you know? But as Christians, we're kind of called to do this. And so, Mm -hmm. um, so let's talk about a little bit, like where can a student just start Mm -hmm. to study apologetics so they would know, you know, how to defend the faith, you know?
1: Yeah, so I would, here's what I would say to start with, and just going back just a second on what you said about them not engaging. I think one reason we don't engage is because we don't feel prepared. You know, yeah, we don't good. we don't think we're ready to step up and, and to give a defense when people can start giving us a little pushback and we just don't feel right. un- prepared and therefore we don't do it. So where do we start? I think the first place we start is knowing the Bible, is knowing the Word of God and knowing what the Word of God says. And I, that might sound cheesy or cliche or Christianese. but. Yeah oftentimes our faith gets attacked on places that we don't even believe or things we don't even hold to. They might give a straw man argument about the faith or Mm -hmm. that we say, well, that's really not what the Bible teaches on this. Um, Let me tell you what it teaches. So number one, I think we need to know the Bible. Um, We need to know the word. uh, And this is just something that our kids can do. They can open the Bible up and they can read it. And so knowing the word and then knowing the gospel, understanding the gospel through and through so we can Teach it to our friends and and proclaim it. That's the that's the goal of apologetics. That's right. Is sharing the gospel and and getting the gospel out there. And two, we know. And when we know the word, we know when the faith is being like I said, it's being attacked um, Mm -hmm. as a strawman argument, or we know what the word says when it comes to Jesus. And so, if we have a friend that might be a Jehovah's Witness or a Mormon or a Muslim. When they talk about Jesus and they're given a false understanding of who Jesus is, we can give the right understanding because we know the yeah, Word. So resting on the Word, knowing the Word inside and out, we can talk to other religious people. My well, beliefs because we know the word, and this isn't getting into the apologetics books yet. This isn't watching the, the deep videos. This is just knowing about, the word. Yeah, knowing, right. given offense for the hope that lies within you. What's how do you know the hope that lies within you if you don't know the word? So mm. hey, just basic um, knowing the word. Yeah, and then I, I think that once we know the word, then we know what the word says about special topics such as marriage and gender and justice and forgiveness right. and all these other things that they that people lay out. We're not given our fleshly understanding, and we're given a spiritual understanding of it, then it doesn't come naturally. And everybody in the
0: culture are already talking about these things. They're talking about it. So it's almost kind of a layup for us if we actually dig in, prepare Mm -hmm. ourselves. This is really for all Christians. All Christians. So we're speaking to parents, all Christians, everybody, but also (laughs) we believe that a a teenager, even a preteen, or really anybody who's a Christian, Mm -hmm. no matter how young, how old, to know the word and yeah. to go and engage in these yeah.
1: conversations, right? Yes. Yeah, I like how yeah. you did that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. that's right. <laughs> yeah, DBC engage. Yeah, that's right. And so, and so the the the, the Bible speaks on these things, mm-hmm. and so we need to have when we walk out in the culture, it's easy to be persuaded by the culture's view of things, their worldview. We've got to have a biblical worldview, a biblical lens that we see the world through and then digest it through, which is going to be different than a lot lot of our friends understand these things. And so we need to rest on that, know the word. That's number one thing I would say. Number two, I would say that there's tons of good apologetic resources out there. I'm just going to give a couple names that I think are helpful that i found helpful in the past. And you can find all these guys on YouTube, um, videos, you can find mm-hmm. their websites and stuff. Sean McDowell, of course, you've yes. talked about him. I'm sure we maybe Sean McDowell. I've we're, talked about him.
0: And we're doing a Bible Fellowship <laughs> series right now uh, on Sunday mornings with okay. uh, middle school, high school students. Um, Using his material. and his material, yeah, awesome. on, on Right yeah. Now Media. It's another okay. great resource that yeah. he's already got on. He's on there, so. Sweet, yeah. yeah so man.
1: his teaching series are on Right Now Media. Yep. Media. Mm-hmm. It's yeah.
0: like a four part series. Uh, we just did Speak Truth and Love, and it was it's eight weeks. We just finished that one. We're gonna awesome. start the second part. I forgot what that one's called, but yeah, yeah, it just walks us through the basics of apologetics. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And he's so good at culture stuff now and Gen Z stuff. And he's really good, loving, kind, gracious, and just, just like how he communicates. Yeah. Yeah. So Sean McDowell is, got tons of good stuff jay Warren was has got some good stuff on online uh william lane craig i think his videos are fantastic he's got videos from in-depth stuff to more easy light stuff so his mm-hmm. stuff's good i like jeff durbin stuff i like the way he engages people in the streets and just works out the worldview. uh james white does some great things with scripture uh frank turk's another guy he's down yeah. here not, not too far from us here you've seen some so, conferences yeah with frank so Turk, when i was right? in college
0: uh yeah. he used to come by once a year and i used to go and listen um man just would blow my mind <laughs> yeah They're just fantastic. the way his presentations man mm-hmm. i mean and yeah. it just i think this why apologetics is so good because yeah. it, it like ignited this passion in my faith and you was a, a college you know, student then college student yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and so yeah. right then i remember it just fueled that fire in me and i think it's what you already said i was more prepared sure i had some answers yeah. and uh i was just seeing it was right there in the word yeah you know? yeah um and it just it just that hunger to want to keep learning more and want sure. to know more about yeah. who my God is. Right. And, mm-hmm. and who
1: I'm following and then to go and tell others about it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I love Frank Turk, man. Awesome. And last name, I, there's so many more I could throw out there last name that, that I like a guy named Mike Winger. He's got a YouTube channel and he just does all kind of stuff, okay. a lot of stuff on the Bible, a lot of stuff on culture and stuff. So Mike Winger, he's got all the, He's got some good YouTube stuff. Uh, that he releases weekly and mm-hmm. even bi weekly and stuff. So, those, those are some guys, and we can put those in the show notes. But some guys are helpful that you can just look online that's free resources. And then a lot of these guys, like Sean McDowell and Jay Warner Wallace and William Lane Craig and uh, Frank Turk and James White, these guys have books and stuff. So jump on YouTube, I mean, uh, Amazon, look, at the, look up the books. Get to know yeah. these guys through their writings. First, get to know them through their free stuff and just kind of figure out who you like. And, yeah. and then, what area? Some of these guys are focused on different areas. Some guys focus more on culture stuff. Some guys focus on science stuff. Some guys focus on philosophy. Some guys are right. good at scripture stuff. And so, they're, they're free resources. Yeah. To be honest, man, we don't have, we don't have an excuse. The, the amount of resources right. that's out there for us for free. And
0: being here at Denver Baptist Church, yeah. if people really want a resource, we'll help them get it. Sure. If, if finances are the Absolutely. reason. Yeah. Don't let that be the reason you're not looking into yeah. it.
1: We'd love to help out whether
0: through a ministry or whatever ministry that we yeah. got going on here. So, Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's something that I would just throw out there. Um,
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, with that in mind, you kind of hitting on this somewhat. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so if they're studying the word, uh, a student is um Learn about apologetics Mm -hmm. and different things in Bible fellowship. They're learning it now, you know. Sure. Um, But really, it's just a lifelong thing. But how do we live on mission with it? Because we know we can gain a lot of knowledge. Yeah. But how do we how we live on mission with it? Yeah. Does it help us live on mission really too?
1: Sure. Yeah. So I think, man, to me, if you ask, I think if you if you polled a handful of people and you say, what's your top two or three reasons that you don't share the gospel or you don't engage in stuff, I think one of the top two or three would be they just don't feel equipped. They don't feel prepared. So if I ask, if I talk to my friend about these things, maybe they're going to ask me questions I can't answer, and so I don't feel equipped. To me, apologetics, um, I think Francis Schaeffer called it pre-evangelism, that it's it's pre-evangelism. It's moving away some of the rough stuff to get to evangelism. And so apologetics, I think, equips a person, gives them boldness, gives them confidence to say, you know what, the Christian faith is a reasonable faith. It's Mm. withstood these arguments for 2,000 years. Yep. And there's great resources out there that can make you feel prepared, and so being prepared, then that leads you to be missional. That leads you to be evangelistic to share the gospel because you feel equipped. Um, I don't think that's the only. I don't think that we got to be scholars in this. I think we just got to know some basic stuff. Number one, I think, like I said, know the word, know why you believe what you believe, right. and then know be able to understand why people's pushing back, and then just engage in some of these resources. They're free. They're easy. There's videos, there's animated stuff, there's all kind of stuff that you right. can, that you can get in there. So I think, so back to the question, I think that apologetics helps you be a mission, missional because it prepares you, it gives you confidence, right. it gives you that little nudge that you need to equip you. That's good, yeah. yeah, yeah. So
0: uh, part of our student ministry name being the Pulse, yeah, uh, you know stands for pursue, unite, love, serve, and that E on the end is equip. Okay, uh, yeah. we want students to feel equipped um, mm-hmm. to go out, and we know that's very important vital and very important in the Christian faith. Yeah. Um, so that fits perfectly, man.
1: Yeah. yeah. How How's your Bible quick. fellowship stuff going so far? Are the kids like it? and they engaging in it? Yeah, it, they
0: like it. So what I also like about Sean McDowell is yeah. he'll put out some really in-depth videos. I mean, you can definitely go That's watch true. an hour-long something. Um, he, mm-hmm. he interviews some people and has some real honest conversations with, like, atheists and yeah. um, just other things going on in the culture on YouTube, but you also can find his stuff and it's like right now, media, what we're going through, it's only like five to eight minutes long. Okay. Yeah. So they're quick hitters. And then yeah. he's got like a little, little book that's kind of with some questions to follow up and to work through throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Um, but our Bible fellowship teachers who are doing a great job with it, kind of just take that material and, and just turn it into teaching that yeah. Sunday morning. So we come together, we watch that video five to eight minutes on that one topic, whatever it may be uh, from Sean McDowell. And then we break into our. Classrooms, our groups, yeah. and uh, discuss it for. And I'm others.
1: sure it's good for leaders too. Yeah, I mean, they're. I'm sure yeah. they got to be learning from it. So yeah, it's a
0: softball toss. Yeah. I mean, he sets it up great, and mm-hmm. uh, and it just leads to discussion. Yeah, and that's one of the things that here in the Pulse Student Ministry, I want to be careful of that we are not just um, one way talking and teaching the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's important they can yeah. learn that way, but really. Together. We're not just telling them truth. We're letting them have that space to wrestle with truth. Sure. Yeah. Um and I think that's how we've all grown. We've um, all had that space and time being in the word to wrestle with what's true. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what the study of apologetics is, right? You're wrestling yeah. with what is actually truth. Yeah. Um and defend the faith. So them to have that space even at church, um, in community, yeah. To feel safe to just Sure. What do what are you think? What are you processing? Yeah. Uh, what do you think about this topic? What do you think is going on? What do you think about this, about Jesus, and about the Bible? Mm-hmm. And together, we can land and be rooted in the Word and the Scriptures um, and wrestle with that
1: truth. And Man. it gives them a place to ask the hard questions. Right. Instead yeah. of wrestling with them. We may not have the answers. No, we might but, not. But, but it's we, good can help them pull, yeah, we can pull them in the right direction. Yeah. Instead of having them, like you've seen this, this new ex-evangelical thing, Mm-hmm. um it makes you wonder how many of those guys that's walked away from the faith had a community that they was right. bouncing these questions off of sharing their struggles and then was able to speak into it if we have a place that, that when questions become a boogeyman then all of a sudden they're wrestling with these things on their own in their bedrooms right. at night right. and then they get off to college and they leave the faith man and they right. don't have accountability there saying hey man check out this video what what sean mcdowell said on this thing or I know, dude. I wrestled with that before. Let me show you how this this has helped me and stuff. So, right, that's good, yeah, man. just equipping, man. Yeah, yeah. I said the apologetics is offensive and defensive. It's offensive in the in the in the sense of going out to evangelize. Mm-hmm. It's also defensive as attacks come in against us from the outside world. We're there to put up a defense. Yeah, that's um, good. So, yeah, it can go both ways. On that.
0: another this has popped in my head. Another yeah. good resource. Um, so now, Marks has a lot of different yeah. just little books on just a lot of different things, and mm-hmm. one of them is. Um, I think some uh, groups in our um, G3s have read What is the Gospel? Yeah, it's a yeah. good one. But another good one is Who is Jesus? Okay, yeah. And that one just really walks through, as you were mentioning earlier, Earlier, yeah. like who is Jesus? We must know about sure. him, our yeah. king, right, yes. um, yeah. our Lord and Savior. And so that book just really sets it up even from uh, to even be handed to a skeptic or yeah. someone yeah. who is an atheist. And they're not know. real big books either. They're, they're not. They're, they're small. Yeah. Um, but it yeah. comes at it from that angle. And just walks through scripture mm-hmm. and, and yeah. just, I love that book, man. It's really yeah. good. So. Because
1: if we're sitting down here and we have, just say we have a, a group of table here and have a Jehovah's Witness sitting here and a Mormon sitting here and a Muslim mm-hmm. sitting here and a Christian sitting here, we're all going to say Jesus. Mm. And we're all going to have a different Jesus. That's right. One guy say he's Lucifer's brother. One say, says he's a first created being. One says he's a, a wonderful prophet. One says he's the eternal God. Right. So we're using Jesus. We're all using Jesus, but we all mean a completely different Jesus. So, who's the real Jesus? Maybe should be the better question, right? That's a fantastic resource. Yeah. 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 Yeah,
0: So that's a good one. We'll put that one uh, in the notes as well um, to this podcast. So, yeah. But as as a parent, Mm -hmm. I also want to help out with parents. Just any kind of advice you may have to them and just kind of, you know, because students could. Just say, hey, I don't, I don't want to study apologetics or yeah. I'm just kind of like, I don't, you know, mm-hmm. that's not for me or yeah. whatever it is. And, you know, some parents are kind of thinking, if only my kid would be a little bit easier yeah. uh, and want to do this more. But what are some advice or, or tips or things that you would tell parents and how to maybe engage your your kid to study apologetics
1: at home? Yeah. OK, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give three responses. Number one, I think as parents, we need to see the need right mm-hmm. to, to realize there's a deep need to train up our our kids in that's this a good Bible place to start first yeah the parents got to see the You've need for gotta it got to see the need for it and yeah, and, and so true. there's some leaders here in our church that's this really saw the need for it and i like the way some of our Bible fellowships are stepping out yeah. to saying you know we're just not training our kids up as i said before this isn't mayberry anymore this is right things have changed even since me and you was in high school dude which right. wasn't that long that's ago right. it's yeah. crazy how much things have changed so number one see the need and number two i think that in order to disciple and equip our our kids, we ourselves have to be equipped and trained up. So we can't give what we don't have ourselves. So we need to see the need. And number two, we need to be prepared. We need to be able to just to give basic stuff, man. Mm -hmm. Again, you don't have to have a a grad degree in this stuff. There's tons of resources out there. So see the need. Uh, We need to be prepared. And then number three, we got to be intentional about it. We have busy lives. We're here, there, everywhere. We're all over the place. So... Instead of saying, yeah, man, I'm going to, I'm going to get to that. We've got to be intentional about what yeah. that looks like. Is it, you know, Saturday evening we always get together and watch some stuff and talk about some stuff. Is right. it a nightly thing. Whatever that looks like for your family it's just being very intentional about that. Right. And over time, dude, we've only got these kids for time flies, man. and yeah. We've only got oh, them for yeah. a little while. Yeah. And so we've got to be very intentional on that. So see the need, be prepared ourselves, and be very intentional about Yeah about discipleship you might add some more about on that i don't, I don't yeah, know man. i mean i would yeah. just say there's a reality that
0: whatever the the hot issues are or whatever about the christian faith they're mm-hmm. going to be told how to think about that they are and so they yes. got to sit there and and wrestle with are they telling the truth mm-hmm. or you sitting down with them and open up God's word and going through these resources or whatever it may be is this truth. Mm -hmm. Um, and so if they're just hearing all this from the world and not getting the other, it'd be so tempting just to think, well, you know what, maybe there isn't a God or whatever it may be. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then when they, when we're able to speak into those things, they'll, they'll be able to say, you know what, my parents actually believe a reasonable faith. Right. I do. Like yeah. Dad or mom, they can actually show me why they believe these things. That's right. You know how many it's times It's no longer just, you know, you know that old saying the parents always say, Do this and why?
0: Because I, I said so. Yeah. And it's yeah. like why are you a Christian? Well because yeah. I am or Because God said so. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: And so yes, he did say, but they're also right. they're wanting they're they're wanting to dig deeper because they're being discipled, mm-hmm. you know, daily and like constantly on social media and everything. That's right. So when we yep. are able to give a reasonable defense Man, they feel confident then too. And yeah. I say don't when the when the kid comes and asks you some stuff, don't like, oh my God, my kid's walking off the map. Sean yeah. McDowell, for instance, he went to his dad and yeah. said, basically, yep. said, I don't believe this thing's real. Yeah. He said, Man, that's fine, son. Let's That's right. Let's just talk about yeah, it. Yeah, check it out for yourself yeah. and let's, yeah, I'm powerful. here to help you. And yeah. he comes and he's does a he's a PhD and teaches at Bala now. You yeah. know, so yeah. He searched it out and said, This thing's and, reasonable.
0: And his dad, the doubts that Sean McDowell, when he went to his dad, uh-huh. he said, "Here is the doubts of the faith that I have." Yeah. His dad said, "Me too, son." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was then he was like, and Sean was like, what?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. And so, yeah. as a parent, I think it's okay. Like, don't don't fake it. Like, yeah. just say those are great questions. Matter yeah. of fact, I still wrestle with those sure. things, and say, but let's go look yeah. in the scriptures, you know, yeah. um, and let's seek these answers out, yeah. you know. Nice, yeah. um, where there are the resources? And I know most parents are like, I don't have the answers. <laughs> yeah. We'll continue to study, continue to repair. Mm-hmm. But also we got, there's tons of resources, tons yeah. of people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's good, man. It's really helpful. And
1: me and you love talking about these things. So parents feel yeah. free to come out and talk to us. That's right. You know, Yeah, we love having sure. this conversation. So yeah, that's what we're here for. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. And
0: so you now have, you have four kids. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And your oldest one is going to be in sixth grade. It's crazy. Next year, yeah. yeah. How do you feel?
1: Wow, <laughs> like I said, it goes by fast, man. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. she's
0: going to be coming to our our ministry, Pulse Student Ministry. It, man. Yeah. Yep, yep. Excited for that. Yeah, um, yeah. But as a parent, of a rising sixth grader, yeah. Um, what are your expectations? Yeah. Uh, for a Pulse Student Ministry.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I expect you to come pick her up nightly and take her out to pizza. <laughs> Give me and my wife bread. Right I'm kidding. No, man, um, dude. I, We're not I, a club or a babysitting service. Yeah, you? I don't. I don't look <laughs> at you to be the main disciple maker in my child's life. I, you know, I don't look at that. Man, I want. I want to, you to have a community where she can go plug in and see the people that love Jesus. Yeah, man. That are there for each other. That you care for her, um, and that she can. You know. When she's out in the world i want to see the culture different than the church and desire to be with the believers and say there's something different in there that i want right you know because they're at school you know five days a week and then they're out with their friends they're in the neighborhood playing i want the church to be different and on them to see the love of jesus a place to grow a place to ask deep questions yeah a place that you know that knows how to have fun you know not we're not stuck up we're not tight but we not have fun but we also love jesus deeply and just to see a community of, of believers that she loves to plug into you know and i'm i'm coming along and, and I i think i'm gonna help lead some and yes yeah, right. dude yeah. i'm on I'm, I'm, I'm teach me the ways michael so, no, I'm, yeah so man I'm, I'm 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 wanting to jump in and just be able to do that to other parents too and just to be a community of, of people that you know that, that they can ask tough questions and that we can point them back to jesus and back to the gospel the one who saves constantly but again yeah, i don't expect you to be the main disciple maker But you helping that, you know, it's it's definitely a tool that the church. So we always say
0: we're not here to parent, but to partner. Yeah, Um, Yeah. we want to come alongside families, Mm -hmm. and uh, we want to help in any way we can. Sure. Um, But we also, you know, we're kind of linking arms, man. We're we want to see every child um, come to know Jesus. Mm -hmm. Uh, We know that only happens to. Sharing the gospel, right? Yeah, it's the power of the gospel that saves. Yes, Um, we can't control that, Mm -hmm. um, but we can continue to hold out the gospel and pray and ask that the Lord would save. Yeah, Um, and so this is what we want to be all about. We just want to continue that Uh to be all about the gospel, share the gospel. Um, We want to. Our mission statement is: we just want to connect um, students and parents Mm -hmm. uh, to the gospel of Jesus Christ through fellowship and
1: discipleship. Awesome. Um, Those two main things, and so I didn't um, know the mission statement, man. Huh? And as I didn't even know the mission statement, yeah. but the fellowship, man, I, I, I love that, dude. Yeah, yeah. Fellowship and fellowship and always has
0: a spiritual element to it. Yes. You know, it's not just hanging out, no, but yeah. at the same sense, fellowship, discipleship. Relation, relational discipleship, too, is also what we strongly believe in. Yes. Um, yeah. Building that relationship, so you got to do that through fellowship. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't just walk up to somebody. Now, you can in evangelism, right? We can go out wherever we want, sure. Walmart. Neighbor, you can share it, go ahead, right? Share the gospel, but, but you that, have time with these
1: kids, right? Yeah,
0: we can build this relationship so we yeah. can continue on um, and, and see the long haul and yeah. walk with them. That's and we awesome. know we only got a short amount of time, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, with them as well. It goes by fast, yeah, um, it does. Yeah. But love doing what I do. Um, so thankful for Denver Baptist Church mm-hmm. and their vision just to, to always want to be on mission, no matter how young or old a person is. Man, yeah. um, so so thankful to be serving here. Yeah. Uh thank for all the volunteer help. Yeah. Our pulse leadership team's awesome, yeah. man. They have the same vision. Yeah. Love family as well. So it's dude, good.
1: You got a tough ministry, man, but we're glad you're doing it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah we're glad, we're glad to be doing through. it, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you got any other closing comments for Yeah, no, for man. You know, I so. yeah. I would just say, dude, there's tons of information out there. Um don't let the idea of apologetics be a boogeyman to you and scare people, you know, that yeah, people like good. I see William Lane Craig, and he's so smart. Um, dude, don't don't. There's there's. First of all, know the, know why you believe what you believe in the. Well, scriptures. that's why we're going to read his resources because he's smart. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> know why you believe you what you believe. Right. Know the word. Know the gospel. Have a biblical worldview that you see the lens, and at the end of the day, fall back on what the text says. You know, and then work out from there. Um, there's resources um, out there that's free. Uh, love your kids well. Be a place that they can ask questions openly. Yeah. Don't flip out if they say that I have questions about this, that, or the That's other. Right. That's right. And then be prepared to to help them out, to disciple them through that. Right.
0: So, yeah. Or even if they start saying, "Ah, uh, this is what I believe," don't freak out. Sure. Like just sit down with them, be patient, yeah. ask them why. Yeah. Um. They're yeah. coming to those conclusions, mm-hmm. and then you start sharing how hey, why you are at this conclusion. Yeah. Um. With the Bible, so yeah. be good. We have a reasonable
1: faith, and it it can make sense. That's so just right. Take some time. Yeah, yeah man. That's yeah. good. Yeah.
0: All right, so if you've been listening to this uh, podcast, this episode, uh, hopefully it was encouraging to you, helpful for uh, you Gen Zers out there listening, uh, parents listening, uh, but we want you to do us a favor. Uh, so our Denver Baptist Church YouTube channel, um, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Patrick, have you subscribed to it? I have. <laughs> So I think we went from 355 and we're looking at a number and all of a sudden we went to 356 and Patrick <laughs> that joined in ago. and just subscribed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't uh, be me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button. It's going to be helpful to you to all the other future episodes that come up. You'll be able to see them. Uh, make sure that little uh, bell is clicked too to notify you when new episodes come up. Um, but we hope you will continue to listen and we hope these are encouraging to you. We do this um, to continue to advance the gospel. Uh, so check out DBC Engage, uh, Gen Zers and Parents. A great resource that Patrick does. Continue to walk through um, apologetics and, and other things, how to engage the culture. Uh, so go check him out there and follow um, on the DBC YouTube channel. And you can also listen to your podcast catcher, uh, your favorite one, whether it's Spotify, Amazon. Um, we hope to get up and running uh, in some other locations as well with that. Um, but hopefully this was helpful to you, and hope you'll catch us next time on the next episode of DBC Pulse Podcast. See you.